0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? For You Betcha, I'm (laughs) Matt, and you're watching Hot Ones. It's the show with hot gamblers and even hotter bets. And today, we're joined by Jared. He's a video editing, sports gambling, podcast producing son of a gun. And today, we're taking on some of the hottest lines in the upcoming week. Jared, how's it going?
1: It's doing really well. Doing really well. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. are we all? Yeah.
0: So there's a reason for the Hot Ones intro, and I'll get into that in a little bit. But first, we have to talk about the reason why I'm so hot and it's because of our official partners oh yeah our good friends at DraftKings who who's ready to score some free bets everybody everybody wants a free bet how could it get any better than placing a bet without any of the financial risk involved
1: it's free money
0: it's free cheese yeah. which is a slogan it's a staple here on the show mm-hmm. and that's what our friends at DraftKings are offering us it is the official sports betting partner in NFL and new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score. I, I'll repeat bet $1 on either team to score and you can win $100 worth of free bets.
1: Easy. Just don't bet the jets, but yeah, don't
0: yeah. Don't avoid any jets dolphins game. Cause those might end in a zero zero tie. But if a team scores, you score That sounds pretty damn good to me. Awesome deal. So that's available if you are in a state with sports books available. If you're in a state that they aren't available, you're not left empty-handed. You can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contests. Yep, and you're getting new new customers are getting a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes just with their first deposit. Easy. It's so easy. I enjoy, I so I so enjoy having DraftKings as our official betting partner. Mm-hmm. So. All you got to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code UBETCHA. That is Y-O-U-B-E-T-C-H-A. Bet $1 on either team to score in any game, any NFL game. And you will win $100 in free bets if that team scores. Perfect. If they do score, you score with promo code UBETCHA this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's got to be with your first deposit. And again, it's the official sports betting partner of the Goose Egg Gambling Podcast, and the NFL. How's that for legitimacy?
1: Yeah, we're we're on the same level with the NFL.
0: Yes, <laughs> I'll take it. Yep. Again, that's a promo code. You betcha. First, first uh, deposit free cheese must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indi- Indiana, or Pennsylvania only new customers only minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required one per customer restrictions apply restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800 gambler perfect so why the hot ones intro it's because Jared you and I are both red hot right now white hot I don't e- white
1: hot even yeah. better than red hot N- nothing gets hotter than hotter than white hot
0: nothing yeah so I've never been in my entire sports game like I've, I've never been this hot I feel like I can do no wrong I feel like I could close my eyes throw a dartboard at two games and I would get it right throw a dartboard <laughs> throw, a, throw a dart at a dartboard. Clearly my You're linguistics. Throw an entire a, dartboard. <laughs> throw a dartboard at a dart and I could I get something right. Sounds messy. It is a little messy, but I just feel so good right now. And I don't even know what it is. I don't know. Maybe it's when I stopped doing the insane parlays. Apparently that has helped mm-hmm. my betting strategy. Yeah. But So when was the last
1: time you did a parlay then?
0: Um, In Ohio, I did that. Oh, okay. That one. But since Ohio is when I've been like hot. Right.
1: So like a week and
0: a half. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a week and a half, but it's been a, like a solid $55 that I've just like won straight without like losing any. Nice. It's crazy. I don't know what I've done to deserve it. I'm a little nervous. That's all a big ruse and it's all going to be like pulled out from underneath me. Yeah, this is
1: where you, this is where you strike those, where you do your bigger bets. Ex- and that's exactly what I'm planning on doing this week. Mm. And I'm just doing There's it. no way this will backfire. Either.
0: I love the fact that this is getting recorded and put out on video because. I'll be able to look back and say, look how right I was, and look how it's continued to be nothing but great for me (laughs) since. Right. Yeah, my ego is at an all-time high, as you guys can probably tell at this point. So enough of my ego boosting. Let's get into the Week 11 games. I don't want to spend too much time on this game because it sucks, but it's a Thursday night game this week. We got the Baltimore Ravens traveling down to Hard Rock Cafe Stadium to face (laughs) the Miami Dolphins. The Ravens are a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, The over-under is 46 and a half. I'm probably just going to take the Ravens. I didn't even do that much research into this game.
1: I I don't know how to approach this game either. It's a weird
0: one. I think I'm going to take the Ravens, but instead I was like, I bet these these over-unders, I bet these spreads all week. Let's switch it up this week. So I went into the DraftKings player props Mm. for the first time. I've not done a player prop yet this year, and I found a... There's a section there called player parlays. Mm. Oh, man. That's and tempting. I've, and I found the one that I am going to ride to the absolute bank. We've got Lamar Jackson, 325 plus passing yards and 50 plus rushing yards. It's plus 1,300. So 325 passing. And then 50 rushing. So i will be 375 yards. Total. <laughs> but it's got to be past that, dis, that discrepancy of passing Correct. and rushing. Yeah. Ooh. I feel good about it. It's the the last time Lamar played the Dolphins was the infamous, like not bad for a running back, like his breakout game the year he won the MVP. He had one hundred fifty three point eight passer rating four touchdowns and then like forty five, like four hundred fifty yards. Right.
1: And watching Lamar play last week against the Vikings, he is way faster than anybody on the field. He you he's could make like the argument he's like one
0: rate. of the two best like running backs in the league almost. Yeah, he's
1: like top 5 rushing yards right now too. Yeah.
0: He's might be my pick for MVP.
1: Yeah, and he's and been t- super clutch too, too like he's gotten like four fourth quarter, quarter comebacks. There's always the that season.
0: argument of like should MVP be like the best player that season or the most valuable? If it actually is the most valuable, I think Lamar would be it. Oh easily.
1: Cuz who I don't even know who their backup is. And like it used to be RG3, I don't think it's him anymore. Is it Trace McSorley? I think he got cut. I think so, too. I can't remember. But, like, he runs that offense. That off- entire offense is built around Lamar.
0: And how many games has he brought them back when they were down? Like, I mean, you saw it firsthand with your precious
1: Vikings. Yeah, I expected it. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. I <laughs> I I we covered, it. though. We covered. You did
0: cover. You were Plus right six. on that. I do owe the Vikings fans an apology because I went in on the Vikings last week for no good reason. I just enjoy riling up the purple people eaters.
1: Yeah, we can ignore that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's crazy because the Ravens, J.K. Dobbins goes down. And then they haven't really skipped a beat with their running game. They had 36 first downs last week, the Ravens. That's insane. 40 is the record.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. What is going on with the Vikings defense
1: there? They are gassed. That offense, yeah. Well, that's that's,
0: that's, what that's what their offense does, though. They just get, like, first down after first down. They're not really a big play offense. It's just a lot of, like... Like Mm -hmm. they they'll they'll get to third down a good amount, but they usually convert that third down because and it's
1: always third and short with Mm -hmm. them. Yeah, like they always get third and two, like the max they'll have is like third and four. And if they don't get it, they'll go for it on fourth down.
0: Exactly. They're an aggressive team. Yeah, I, I really love watching them play. and I know there's still some Lamar Jackson doubters out there, which I don't really get because I think everyone still wants to cling to how a quarterback should play. And if you don't get Lamar Jackson at this point, I just don't think you get it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not going to ever be the standing pocket quarterback, even though he's gotten so much better at that already. Compared
1: to his rookie season,
0: yes. Yeah, 100%. Big but time. you just got to take him for what he is. He's a dual threat, and there's going to be more quarterbacks that come in afterwards like him
1: that are like shaping themselves after this offense and just this philosophy it's crazy like when he got drafted people are talking about are you gonna play wide receiver or running back you how, really want to? how play crazy is back? that looking back now <laughs> if you were to redo that draft like you probably take lamar first overall right yeah here's that a, was the baker
0: the josh even against josh allen i think i would take lamar
1: yeah and greg and lamar fits so well with that system that offense with Greg roman and everything
0: yeah you got to give that team so much credit for not trying to change lamar but building the team around, around him. Lamar. exactly There's so many nfl executives and just any like sports executives in general are so stubborn and trying to like mold a player to what they want to be rather than molding themselves around that
1: square peg in a round hole. Yeah,
0: exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm a bit, I'm big on the Lamar bandwagon this year. I wasn't even that big on him in his MVP year, but I'm bigger on him now than I was then so I'm taking Lamar 325 plus passing yards 50 plus rushing yards I might take the Ravens seven and a half but I honestly think I'll just put all my eggs into this basket because this seems more fun it's a parlay (laughs) it it scratches that itch for me again so Mm -hmm. I'm gonna take this one it's plus 1300 um what are you thinking for this game
1: yeah Ravens defense is solid they played well last week Mm -hmm. I mean first quarter they didn't but the rest of the game they played pretty solid um I think I'm assuming two is playing is he playing there?
0: It's doubtful right now. Doubtful. He's got a
1: finger injury. So, I, uh, yeah, their
0: backup is Jacoby Brissett.
1: Yeah. I mean, if Tua doesn't play, I mean, it's like a huge difference if he does play, but yeah, I like Ravens minus seven and a half.
0: Yeah. And I'm, and I might go for it, but the Dolphins defense actually played pretty well last week too. But last week, I've, I've kind, I'm kind of thinking it was a anomaly cause there's Texans. just so many weird upsets. It was also the Texans.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. Hold your breath there for a second.
0: How are they able to sell tickets to that Dolphins-Texans game? What are they doing, three-for-ones? I don't know. Yeah, they're just giving them out. <laughs> that must have been rough. They just left the door open, let anybody go through. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. There's still some people hanging out in the stadium <laughs> yeah. right now. All right, so that's that Thursday night game. 100% a clean-your-apartment type game. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I'm, I will watch, I'm sure, but I will not watch attentively. The game that I think is the most interesting this weekend is Browns-Patriots.
1: Yes, this is very ki- tough.
0: It's kind of turned into a must win for both teams. The Patriots are only a half game behind the Bills in the AFC East. How did that happen? Sneaky, yeah, they've been
1: sneaky all year.
0: They got to send Urban Meyer some flowers or something for beating the Bills last week. <laughs> they might, yeah, I'm sure it's already happened, probably, but or so- a
1: few drink coupons or something,
0: yeah, something like that. So it's a one and a half point spread. The Patriots are favored. The Cle- Cleveland actually opened up at minus two. But it's been bet all the way down to Pat's minus one and a half now. I think the main reason is Nick Chubb is out with COVID. Ah, uh, and Felton's out too. Felton is out as well. So mm-hmm. that's like a big part of their offense right there. Yeah. Both teams are five and four against the spread. Against the spread, And like I said, it's a must win for both teams. I went back and forth on this. I did a lot of research on this game, just trying to figure out what would happen. But I ended up, I'm going Patriots minus one and a half. And I think you're going to like the reason why. Bill that, Belichick that revenge game. Oh. <laughs> Bill Belichick revenge game. Yeah, it's the Bill Belichick. It bowl. is. He hates the Browns. He hates the Browns just as much as he hates the Jets. And he often has had his way with them. He is very. He's he's not. very. He doesn't hide the fact that he runs up the score against the Browns or the Jets. It's going to be a, the toughest matchup for him. This is the best Browns team he's probably faced. And with the he with the worst Patriots team he's had against them. Yeah, he doesn't have Tom Brady anymore. But I think
1: you'll have a good game plan against Baker.
0: I think so, too. I think they're going to completely shut down. If Kareem Hunt does play, I think he's questionable right now. If Kareem Hunt does play, they're going to completely shut him down. They're going to completely put this game on Baker, I think. Mm-hmm. So I think that is where the Browns don't want to be. That's where they usually struggle is when Baker has to throw it 25 plus times. Right. Plus, looking back at that Bengals game, there was a couple big plays that really made that score a lot more lopsided than the game actually was. There's was a 99-yard pick six. There was like a seventy-plus
1: yard run, and the Bengals are treading downward. Like they're they're, they're they're collapsing. I think they've reached their peak for this year. I Being would agree. Four, they were five and one. Yep, and now they're five I, and four. I think they were coming back to earth. So I think, and that's part of the reason why the spread is so tight in this Patriots Browns game. So was, I I do like the minus one and a half. Yeah, the Patriots.
0: Yeah, so I think that I think the only thing that gives me concern is Mac Jones versus that pass rush. is going to be tough. Yes, they're going to have to get the ball out really quickly. Very low scoring. if They want to win yeah it's going the over under is 45 which I don't hate the under on it.
1: Ooh. Le- yeah. Six touchdowns or less, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't I don't hate that. It's in New England too. In New England, Sneaky has a really good home field Especially like, if it rains. advantage. Yeah. Like, no one ever talks about that just because I think the Patriots were so good at every aspect. We just didn't want to give them credit at all for those last two decades. Mm-hmm. But their home field has become probably a top five home field advantage in
1: the NFL. And then they always have that boat horn when it's like third down. For yeah, the and the team. and the rifles yeah, that fire the,
0: off at touchdowns. Those are intimidating. They are. That was would, would scare the shit out of me. And you're
1: staring at Bill Belichick on the other sideline. so Yeah, also and just not getting a
0: smile out of him or anything like that. Yeah, with his half, t-
1: with his half sweatshirt. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I'm really, really excited to watch this game. Like I said, I think it's a must-win playoff-wise. The Browns need it to stay in the race, and the Pats kind of need it just to stay alive in the wild card aspect, wow. or maybe even go for the
1: division. Is this a Jim nance Tony Romo game? I would assume so. We should put, we should bet on like who Jim Nantz and Tony Romo. <laughs> All are the right. commentator and, and yeah. Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. Our girl,
0: Tracy Wilson. Yeah. I don't think we've mentioned it on the podcast yet, but we got a selfie with Tracy Wilson at the Browns Bengals game.
1: That was the best part of the trip. Oh, yeah, I would agree completely. And I dropped the, Tracy, I got a broadcast journalism degree.
0: Yeah, I've never seen anyone flex their degree (laughs) so
1: hard. And And then all all she did was like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, (laughs) she did not care. Yeah,
0: I don't think she was... She felt the kinship of the same degree, even assuming she even has that same degree. I'm assuming she does. Probably she's on TV like that. Yeah, probably. But
1: that'd be funny if she did.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, cool. I did a uh, marketing. <laughs> I'm just kind of doing yeah. this to pay the bills right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm a zoologist. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, okay. <laughs> this is not what my, pl- my plan was for myself. So Tracy, if that is the case, come on the show. And yeah. you can
1: we know you're clear listening. the
0: air. We know you are. So yeah, I'm taking Patriots minus one and a half. And I'm flirting with the idea of taking the under 45.
1: I like both. Yeah, perfect. We are just. I, our... I'm kind of riding your hot hand, though.
0: But you're hot too, though. Like we, like you but said we, earlier we're, this we're week,
1: collaborating though. I
0: think we're finally opening up a dialogue. I think at the beginning of the season, I was too prideful with my gut, and I wasn't using my head yeah. enough, and I was going more for the parlays, more for just the big paydays. Once I have thrown that out the window, I've done nothing, but I've done nothing but win. <laughs> so, I'm loving it. I'm loving it, loving it. Second favorite game of the week is the one I will actually be attending. It is the Seahawks versus the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. I will be going with friend of the program Sir Yat. We're yes. also going to the Wisconsin Northwestern game. Jared will not be joining us because he will be having a lovely weekend in Minneapolis. AEW, watching AEW pay per view. It, it'll be a good time. I'm excited for you. Very excited. Target Center will be a good time. So while you'll be there, I'll be. Pro- I hope it's not cold, but I'll be probably freezing my ass off at the Seahawks Packers. game What is the frozen tundra? It is the frozen Tundra. I am excited to go to Lambeau. It's always been a bucket list item for me to go to Lambeau. So I'm really excited that it's like coming to fruition. The line for this game is three and a half. Packers are favored, and the over under is 49. It's a tough, it's a tough one to choose because it could be Geno Smith versus Jordan Love, or it could be Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. Those are two completely different <laughs> games. Yeah, big time. Completely. The Seahawks are four and one in the against the spread in the last five, though, which is weird. Huh. They have not done that bad with Gino they've hit they've hung in with every single game and they won their last game pretty convincingly right. albeit it was against the tech the uh, Jaguars but it was still pretty com- they've like stayed competitive but their record is still bad so they're entering must win territory especially in the NFC West yep if they want to keep up they're not going to keep up with the Rams and Cardinals at this point but there's still a wild card spot available for them yeah i I got Packer's minus three and a half. Really? This is where we first disagree then, because I, I like Seahawks plus three and a half.
1: Seahawks always play dog shit Ed and Lambeau. Every time they go to Lambeau, they don't do well. They lose. OK, so that's my literally pretty much my only logic with this game.
0: Here's my logic. I don't know if you've been watching the news lately, but Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers has stirred up some headlines. Yes. We don't need to get into the actual science of anything. But he's still this as questionable. the earliest he can return is Saturday, like that's if he has all of his tests go well, if he tests negative, he can return on Saturday, which means he won't have been in the facility for the past ten days, and he hasn't played he hasn't played a down of football since october twenty eighth which will have been seventeen days since the when the game will kick off right and he he did not play those games with the starting wide receivers, so mm. if you think Russ is a factor. I think that could be a factor.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And with,
0: but you could also argue that Russell Wilson has not played in right. a few weeks either. But he's been around the
1: facilities and the team and the game. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. He's been like within things. I just think I'm going to go with just the more desperate team in this situation. I think with three and a half, I think the Packers will probably still win. That's tight. But three and a half, I feel confident that Russ can keep it within that. I, like I said, I think they're a more desperate team. I think they're going to play with fire. Pete Carroll usually when it comes to like smash mouth games or like games where like the competitiveness, if that makes sense, really <laughs> like comes into a factor just mm-hmm. like more of a dogfight game. Pete Carroll, I usually trust his team more than I would trust like a Matt LaFleur team. The Packers, if
1: you can hit the Packers in the mouth they get pretty rattled. Right. Like if they have a bad first quarter yeah. on defense, that kind of sets the tone for their defense the rest of the game.
0: And same with the offense. Like if Rodgers has his way the first three quarters, it's usually going to go well. Like if Rogers gets hit though, that's what usually we saw with the bucks last year. We saw the saints this year. Mm -hmm. If you can get them off their spot, that's usually when they falter falter. Yeah. They're kind of like a front runner almost like the Steph Curry. A little bit. Yeah. Getting their own head a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They think they, things are usually working really easy for them. But when like you throw a wrench in their, in their fastball, that's usually when they start to suck. Throw a curveball at them. There you go. Yeah. Baseball reference. Obviously I watch a lot of baseball. (laughs) And also, the under is six and zero oh in the last six Packers games, which I was surprised by.
1: Hmm. The over
0: under is forty nine for this
1: one, which I I Ooh, don't I, think I'm going to touch. That's a pretty kind low forty nine. Forty nine. I don't
0: know a Packers Seahawks game, it, depending on the weather, I guess. But
1: and like you said, if Rogers, you know, is coming in on a Saturday, he's. That's clear. true. I guess
0: I'm. Mean, I'm still expecting like one of those Packers Seahawks like shootouts that we've grown accustomed to. But this one very well might be like twenty four twenty.
1: Even maybe even lower. Could be. I like the under actually. The under 49. I think we'll go opposite of you at each. uh, For for both these picks. Yeah. So
0: I, yeah, I don't know which one I'm going to touch on those ones. That was just an interesting stat to me. I was kind of surprised by that because you kind of expect the Packers to be like a high scoring offense. Right.
1: And Jordan Love looked like crap last week. He did not play
0: well. He didn't have a great. Game plan I thought installed for him. They blitzed everyone and they just were not prepared for it. He He's missing a
1: lot of throws too.
0: Was he? I didn't watch the entire game to yeah. be fair. Didn't look great. Right. Didn't look game ready.
1: Yeah. Well, like good that gives Aaron a lot of leverage this offseason. It's good that his parents are up in the stands because they.
0: I saw that. That was so mean. <laughs>
1: they put him like way up in the bleed, in the nosebleeds. That was so rough. But I, I kind of like way back nosebleeds though. Like when the, your back's against the concrete because mm-hmm. he can stand. You can that have part more is privacy, nice. So. Honestly, probably not primacy. the worst seats.
0: Yeah, I guess. But if your son's starting at quarterback, you probably want to be a little closer. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. That's a good point. Yeah,
0: so you got Packers minus three and a half and you're flirting with the over. I think
1: I might buy a half point and go minus three for the Packers.
0: I don't hate that, I guess. But I, like I said, I'm just going purely based off desperation at this point. Now that we're really entering the playoff race, like the second half of the season has officially begun. I'm, I'm taking that into a major factor with the rest of the games I'm looking at. Yeah.
1: Backs against the wall.
0: Backs are against the wall. We got a bunch of Mike Zimmer games.
1: Um, I got one. Okay. Bucks minus nine and a half versus uh football team.
0: Um, Washington played them close in the wild card game last year. I would argue Washington played them the best out of any team in the That was 84 years
1: ago, man. That was forever ago.
0: In, it was 10 months ago.
1: <laughs> but, I mean, Washington football team has the second worst pass defense in the league. Yeah, what happened to their defense? Their pass rush is okay still, but I think I it's, their, it's their secondary that really sucks. And Chase Young has not been having a good year at all.
0: No, he's been struggling. He's only got a one and
1: a half sacks this year. Chase. Oh Young. wow, very low.
0: Yeah, I just haven't heard anything from Washington this year. After Fitzpatrick got hurt, I kind of like checked out, and I feel like the rest of the country did too.
1: We're so yeah. So Fitzpatrick's out for the year, correct?
0: Um, no, I believe he was coming back around this time, but they might have just. Sad Saddam just because they have no need. This to could play have been him. a classic
1: Fitzpatrick revenge game.
0: It could have been, but this, but it was Heineke who took the Bucks for all they were worth in the wildcard game last year.
1: But there's a lot more tape on Heineke now, too, though.
0: There is, yeah. A lot more. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't hate that pick. I probably won't touch that game
1: just because I won't watch that game. <laughs> Plus, Bucks are coming off a bye week.
0: They are, and they lost to the Saints beforehand in a pretty bad way.
1: So I think Brady will play pissed off. They'll come back. They want to prove a point again.
0: Yeah. That actually perfectly transitions me in another just little one-off game before I get to like the Sunday night game. A game I like is Cowboys minus eight versus the Falcons.
1: (laughs) I got the opposite.
0: You like the Falcons. (laughs) So there's one reason and one reason only that I like Cowboys minus eight against the Atlanta Falcons. To quote my Lord and Savior Colin Cowherd. Oh my God you always take a team that gets embarrassed on like national television. You always take them the next week. That is true. The Cowboys probably out of all the teams that got like upset last week, the Cowboys probably had it the worst. They got shit rocked by the by the Denver Broncos. Yeah. That game was never once close. Mm-hmm. And the Cowboys are a much better team than the Denver Broncos. The Falcons are trending up, which right. causes me some concern. I'm going to check this game again, come kickoff and d- before I decide what I actually do. But I just think that the Cowboys will come in hot and be like all like they've had a good week of practice, full steam ahead against the Falcons. They just have way more offensive firepower. The Falcons just have no weapons now that Calvin Ridley's out for personal reasons. Kyle Pitts, I guess. But
1: yeah, Cordell Patterson's been playing well, too. That's true. Yeah. Matt Ryan has also been balling mm-hmm. and they have a de- great defense end. I forget his name Landry, but he's having a great year this year, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think eight points is too much again for the Cowboys. They probably w- will win. Yeah, but definitely. But I think eight points is just too much and Falcons are trending upward. So that's why I got him plus eight. OK, I don't I don't hate that. And Matt Ryan played really well last week. So he is. Matt, someone's got to get Matt Ryan
0: out of Atlanta. I actually really like Matt Ryan. It's kind of a shame to see his like golden years are kind of just being wasted now. Yeah, that team was just so broken after that Super Bowl. Yeah, it's because Shanahan left. I don't know. I, I think a lot of people are kind of turning on shanahan now i'm I'm sensing he's getting like his genius card revoked a little bit. <laughs> your
1: genius card,
0: <laughs> which is brutal. You never want your genius card revoked. If someone ever took mine, I would be distraught,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and loses the cowboys, yeah, yeah. um. Yeah. I like yeah, like I said, Falcons plus eight.
0: Okay. Well, let's transition to the Sunday night game, which is actually really interesting. We got the Chiefs versus the Raiders in Las Vegas.
1: Very interesting game.
0: It was a really fun game. They did this game like pretty much like the exact same week last year. And the Chiefs won like last second. That was Derek Carr's like best game of the year. And the Chiefs won last second. But this is not the same Chiefs team, and it is not the same Raiders team. Chiefs are favored by two and a half. The over-under is 51 and a half. I already know exactly what I'm doing with this game, and I'm hammering the under. Mm. 51 and a half. Yes. The, I don't think either offense is what they're cracked up to be anymore.
1: And again, Vegas is inflating Chiefs stats with the over-unders, oh, yeah. the spreads and everything.
0: I still think the Chiefs will win this game. I honestly think they might win it by like four or five. But I, I do th- love that under, though. I, lo- I do, too. Like, I think we're just expecting it to be a shootout, but I don't think we've fully grasped the X's and O's impact of losing Henry Ruggs for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. They got Deshaun Jackson to replace it because he was there, like, take the top off the defense, go deep, deep threat guy. And now they don't have that. Hopefully, Deshaun Jackson can replicate yeah, it for them. It's but. kind of
1: funny because Ruggs is like a, uh, or yeah, Ruggs is a young version of Deshaun Jackson.
0: Yeah. And he would—he was really coming into his own, and thats he was a big reason why that offense was working so well. Sure. And we saw the immediate impact of that against the Giants. And it's just a missing thing. The Chiefs, obviously, their offense, we know at this point they have to be dink and dunk.
1: Mm-hmm. Can't so go I, deep anymore, it seems like.
0: Yeah, which is why I don't think it'll be a shootout. I think it's going to be long, like eight-minute possession games. Each team will only have like yeah. five, six possessions total. be like total. 24,
1: 13, 17, somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Plus the under is four and one in the Chiefs last five games. Yeah, they are not scoring points. And this is with their like awful defense. And it's a division game. It is a division game. 100%. The Raiders are also only two and four because of spread in their last six, which is just weird. The Chiefs are two and eight in their last 10. (laughs) Both these teams just do not do well,
1: like Vegas wise. Stay away from them.
0: Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, that being said, I am going to take that under. And I feel really good about it.
1: It's just crazy, like from the beginning of the season to now, like how far down the Chiefs have gone. Yeah, like,
0: like I think we still kind of think they'll make the playoffs. But like once they get in the playoffs, like they're not going to just flip a switch, are they? Unless their defense
1: come to life. I mean, they played off- better.
0: They played better against the Packers. But that was also Jordan Love. Jordan Love, and they only scored what thirteen points. I think, yeah, it was 13 7 was the final score. So they should have shit stomped him more. You would think, like, the, Ch- the Chiefs last year would have. Mm-hmm. But I think they just have to stay patient. They have to just do this dink and dunk. And it's interesting because when you watch Mahomes on the sideline, he looks visibly frustrated that he can't, like, go deep anymore. Like, he's like the Madden player who would always just get away with, like, he four play, like he'd play, like, rookie mode arcade or something, just do four verticals. And now he's in simulation, all Madden. And has to just do outs and like checkdowns, and he's like visibly frustrated. And There's like times where they'll like get like past the forty, and he'll take like a deep shot, and that's like where they get screwed like with a pick or like a fumble or something like that.
1: Yeah, and he's also trying to do too much, Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. Getting these dumb turnovers. Yeah,
0: he's, tr- he's. I think he's he's like the bad side of Brett Favre. He was originally he was, like Brett Favre with all the upside and none of the downside. Now like the downside is caught up to him. Basically. Bad Brett Favre. Yeah, now he's bad Brett Favre. He's like Jets Brett Favre right now.
1: <laughs> Gunslinger, big
0: time. Exactly. So yeah, the. The actual spread of the game, I'm not going to touch just because I don't trust the Chiefs nor the Raiders. But I love the under. I, I really think that's like that my too. freest
1: cheese of the week. I like that a lot. Actually, I'm gonna write that down. There
0: you go. Appreciate it. And then uh, we got. I just got one more fuck it, we ball pick before we have a special guest. We got Ryan, the T-shirt guy, coming on. I'm really excited about that. He's been clamoring to get on the podcast for Pretty a tired. long time. He won't so shut up about I him. really hope he comes in with something good. Yeah. But fuck it, we ball. This is based I don't know anything about the X's and O's of this game, but I just love what this one team has done this season. I'm taking Please Purdue plus twenty and a half against Ohio State.
1: Okay. Spoiler makers.
0: The spoil that's the only reason why is <laughs> Purdue is just so much this year. They've just spoiled everyone's seasons for no reason.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, and the spread for that Penn State Ohio State game was like 18. It was 19 and a half. 19, it was, it was way too much. So, so yeah. It's, I like that. It's in
0: Ohio State. It's a 230 game, which kind of spells trouble for Purdue. That's usually when. But Ohio State might re- must realize that. I think at this point you can't sleep on Purdue. No. Which is, this is why it's a fuck it we ball pick is because I'm literally just betting on what Purdue has done this year and just hoping that they will recreate it with a better team. 20 and a half points also is a good amount. It's a Big Ten rivalry. Oh, yeah. Thing is, it Ohio State. It is in Ohio State. Yeah. Okay.
1: That's a problem. It's in the shoe. <laughs> That's a problem.
0: It is, but like I said, I'm quite literally just going. I'm not going to bet a ton on this. I'm literally just going.
1: Purdue did upset Ohio State like three, four years ago.
0: Yeah, they have experience Rondo doing Moore. something like this.
1: So, and they beat them by like three touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. and plus, it's far just far. been
0: such a weird college football season, too.
1: Yeah, nobody's not, nobody's nobody's like safe. Top no one is safe. Georgia is oh. the only team that has like seems anything secure. Right. And then Cincinnati is like, they're in the top four, but they're not in the top four. Yeah. And it's just... It's weird. Chaos. Yeah.
0: So it's the only college game I'm betting. I'm literally going to a college game. I probably won't even bet on it, but... The Purdue versus Ohio State, just because I also love the name spoiler makers that spoiler you inter- makers. that you introduced to me this week.
1: I did not make that up. Okay, I'm sure you did, <laughs> but
0: but you introduced it to me, so you might as well have made it up in my book. But I was a big fan of it, so yep, I'm taking Purdue plus twenty and a half. Fuck it, wee ball. Do you have any sort of fuck it, wee ball pick? Um, no, none this week.
1: I'm, I'm very playing it safe. I'm, playing I'm, it safe? I'm very, yeah, I'm using my head this week. Good for you. Yeah. This is how hot streaks die on my end, at least. Yeah, I mean, Vikings are. Three, like a plus two and a half i think
0: two and a half i think it's three now when i checked right before we did this against the chargers yeah of the dalvin cook news
1: <sighs> fuck it we ball maybe chargers plus my or minus two and a half or three because like a lot of vikings are in covid protocol right now oh really harrison Smith could be out again oh jesus herbert might be eaten yeah maybe <laughs> so i don't know this is just nice. hedging your emotions at this point i'm i'm completely numb my, there you go. My after that the Vikings got that kick return for a touchdown. Yeah. Against the Ravens. My dad said, "Well, I wonder how they're going to lose this game." He was right. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a, a 10 point lead there. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I that was so funny. I checked the score during the second quarter and it was like the Vikings were up like 17-0 or something like that.
1: 17-3, I believe. Yeah. It was they had two touchdown leads two separate times in that game.
0: And yeah, I saw that score. I was at Costco and not for a single second did I think the Ravens would lose that game.
1: Right. I should I should have money. Oh, I should have live betted that.
0: I might start. That might be my new strategy. Just wait till the Vikings build their lead then live betting money line the they, other team. Okay,
1: so the Viking. All right, here. here here's a, here's a good tip. So the Vikings always start hot right always. away on offense. The first
0: drive is always money.
1: So yeah, after the first quarter, or like between the first and second quarter during that break, bet on the other team. Yeah, to win no matter what. I saw a meme. It was like
0: Vikings on the first and last drive of the game just like a king and then they're just derpy
1: at the yeah at
0: the rest of the game
1: basically that's exactly what it is they gotta they gotta fire out kubiak he's so bad in zimmer let zimmer ride out well yeah for the season but after the season kubiak should have been fired three weeks ago <sighs> can't we can't keep blaming the oc the defense is playing all right i mean they're not playing great but they're playing all right <sighs> they, they just got bad injuries and they got gas last week because of the offense it's just bad luck all around. Yeah, but their special teams played fantastic last week, so that's that's a positive. <laughs> there's
0: silver. There's always silver lining. That's a problem with the Vikings, right? Uh, I'm I'm going to go on an anti-Vikings rant, so we're going to stop myself right there. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. We got a special guest coming on in just a second, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited about this. This is the most anticipated guest in Goose Egg history. Definitely. Wow! It's someone who's been clamoring to get on the podcast since. The conception of the podcast. Yes, correct. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan the t shirt guy is here. In the flesh. In the flesh. Finally. Live
2: in studio. How many episodes have you done yet? This is episode 10. Wow. So I've, there's been special. 10 weeks that I have just not gotten
1: the invite. <laughs> yeah. Keep yeah, getting lost in the true. mail. Yeah. yeah. Slip so between the seeds. So, what do you guys do on this podcast? We just, win a lot of money. Just a couple guys, yeah. Just a couple guys drinking beer, talking sports. Yes,
2: nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's probably like one of the only podcasts out there that I know that does that. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's very very different. casual. Um, so you just go through your bets for the week and. Uh,
0: yeah, we usually pick like three, four games. We like do a little, little slight recap last week. We did today because we're both red hot right now. What
2: do you got this week? This week we took. So you're on a heater. I'm on a huge heater. You guys so always Jared. You got a guy. What do you mean? Like, do you have a do you have a guy who you follow? Who if you're looking at him?
0: Yeah, right here. With so you're brain your trust. own guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do some research beforehand. I like re- sure read the reports. Here's a
2: okay. So I I I I don't really like to give people betting advice I don't really like to give people bets that I even think may be for sures because in the event that it goes wrong that you feel like such a total idiot <laughs> a dweeb yeah so for instance uh big UFC guy that's really the only thing I bet I'll maybe put one or two NFL bets in throughout the week yeah um but this was like two three weeks ago UFC seven seven fight parlay and then probably like four other four or five other bets mixed in and I'm like four and oh. Okay. Let's First go. four fights in the night on an absolute heater. And then I text my neighbor who <laughs> get in on this. Who is like looking to throw some bets and whatever I'm like, hey, this has got to be for sure. So I'd hit this right now. Obviously it doesn't hit <laughs> four and one. And then seven team parlay or seven fight parlay, I go five and oh up to the co main event. The co-main event is the fight I'm thinking like, oh god, this could go either way. So I'm going to hedge the co-main and then the main event has to hit, right? Mm-hmm. So I hedge the co-main and the guy who I had picked winning won anyway. So I you know, lose a little bit of money um, out of the parlay. And then we get to the main event. Guy fucking loses. Oh. <laughs> I hedged the wrong I hedged the wrong fight. So now you got to move. And I didn't want to hedge <laughs> twice. Right. I don't want to hedge twice. So that would have been that would have been dumb. It's embarrassing. Um, so yeah, I was I was really disappointed. That's I'm rough. like I got this. I like oh you know, I always look at my account like all right, mm-hmm. well my account's here. Well if I if I win this, here's where it's going it to go. What it could be. Yeah. Um. That's how I look at it. And yeah, it screwed me over hard. Same.
0: Yeah. Same thing always happens to me. I'm always glass. I'm too much of an optimist. I like to think. Yeah. Or I'm always thinking what could happen, what my account could like look like afterwards. Yep. Not what it could look like if I lose. I know. Mm-hmm. I know it's so UFC you're a big UFC guy that's actually what I wanted yeah. to ask you about because I don't know too much about it I've just kind of started getting into it this year just because it's like exploding in popularity yep. Dana White, Joe Rogan they're just taking this work to a whole new level yeah when you're looking at a UFC line, because you've given me a few bets and they've actually all hit, I think, the ones yep. you've given me. Of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not Not the guy. guy. So yep. what is, like in football or like other sports, you look at things like pass rush or like just different aspects of the game like that. Yeah. What do you
2: look at in UFC in terms of like when you're trying to find an edge or like like beat the numbers? Yeah, that one's easy. Uh, you just look at fighting style. Like okay. you guys are labeled and even when you play like the UFC video game, you have to pick a fighting style that your guy's going to be, whether he's going to be a brawler a grappler, um, a Muay Thai kickboxer, whatever. So typically, the way that Dana White and Sean Shelby, who's the matchmaker in the UFC, mm-hmm. um, typically they, the the way that they put fights together is based off of stylistic matchups. Um, sometimes, like Khabib, for instance, you'll get uh, a guy like K- Khabib who you just got to give him the next best guy, whether the stylistic matchup is there or not. You have to give him the next best guy because he's at the top. Yeah. Um. So you look at you look at style wise. Like, is this guy going to bring the fight to the ground and does he have a really good submission or ground and pound uh, specialties? If that's the case and he's maybe a slight underdog, I would take that in a heartbeat. Yeah. And then also you have to look at, you know, if both guys are, you know, boxers or kickboxers, um, who's known for heavy knockouts, who's known for... um, Empty in the gas tank within the first round. So, if it gets past the first round, you're probably going to want to hit the other guy. Um, So, there's a bunch of different variables. And then the more you watch it, the more you just learn about fighters and like just the type of people they are and kind of like where they're at in their career. Uh, You know, you could have it's weird in the UFC because when Bruce Buffer introduces people, if he's introducing a guy who was the light heavyweight champion 10 years ago, he will still introduce them as the former light heavyweight champion. Which to me is like, well, that's ten years ago. That doesn't that doesn't apply to today. Like this guy's probably gonna get his ass whooped. So like once you win one, you're a champion for life. Correct. According to him. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like uh let's say John Jones lost his belt today. And then ten years from now, uh Bruce Buffer introduces him before the fight as the former light heavyweight champion. Well, that was ten years ago, Bruce. Like d- update the resume. <laughs> yeah. That and like Quit pumping my brain full of like, oh, fuck, you know, former lightweight champion, light heavyweight champion. Oh, God, like this guy must be pretty good, you know? Yeah. But yeah. 10 years ago. He's I'm, fighting someone 10 years as junior. He's not a champion. <laughs> exactly. So you have to you have to also look at um, where they're at in their career. Uh, like Connor, for instance, for sure bet five years ago. But now I don't think I'd ever throw a dollar on him. No. Um, he's, you know, he's
0: trying to fight again, right?
2: He says April, May come back, which yeah. I don't know if that'll if that'll be the case. I think he'll fight Michael Chandler next. Okay. Um so yeah last week in UFC uh last weekend the UFC card was fireworks
0: the Madison Square Garden one right yeah i heard yes. it, i heard it was absolutely insane
2: and i was in las vegas thinking hoping that that card would have been in vegas at the time mm-hmm. if it oh, yeah. if it was i would have skipped the rolling stones and i would have went to this fight card 100% oh,
0: yeah i heard nothing but great things about it yeah it just looked like a great time so like does Vegas not pick up on these fighting styles or whatever like the numbers or do they kind of just go more off like athletes they do
2: uh, it's so hard uh, but betting MMA is really hard because one punch can change the trajectory of a fight like one guy could get lucky yeah so you never you just you never know like for instance the bet I'm going to give you today uh, I'm going to bet we're going to bet rounds we're not going to bet money Love line because the money line is just way it's just way spl- like one punch can minus minus seven twelve one one way and plus 492 the other way. But I think oh, it'll yeah. still be a very I think it'll still be a very close fight to be honest. Okay. Um I mean it's a main event fight. They're, they're not going to put some Joe Schmoe in there. No. And uh and just hope that it's a good main event. It's it, it's going to be good regardless, so we're going to we're going to bet rounds. Um yeah, what what you got for me? Well, this weekend UFC it's not a crazy card. It's a fight night. So if you have ESPN plus free fights. Um, Max Holloway and Yair Rodriguez. Big time kickboxer. Max Holloway is a big time... uh, He's arguably the best boxer in the UFC. The fight is... Could potentially go to the ground, but I think the egos are big enough to where they're just going to see who can win it on the feet. Um, So the over-under is three and a half rounds. So if you're not familiar with UFC, they fight a full three rounds and it's two minutes and 30 seconds into the fourth round that we need to clear in order to win this bet. So I'm going over three and a half rounds, Max Holloway, Yair Rodriguez, minus 168. So it was minus 160 like an hour ago. And that would have been better for me to get it
0: there, but yeah, it's oh, okay. I'll, yeah. All right. I like it. Um, What is the reasoning behind this? Do you think it's just the egos? They're going to like stay, keep their distance. Tough or? chins. Tough chins. Yeah. Okay. Max Holloway
2: is a volume guy. So he's not going to, he's going to pick you apart in the first two to three rounds and then possibly go for the knockout, but he's not a, He's not a power puncher. He's just a volume guy. So he's just going to pick and pick and pick and get a knockout eventually because it's going to wear you down. Um, He also has great defense. Yair Rodriguez is going to throw some nasty ass kicks. Mm -hmm. Um, So if Max Holloway gets his leg taken out, you know, his his lead leg taken out in the first couple rounds, we could be fucked. Okay, um, <laughs> but I don't. Leg. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think the case is going to go over three and a half rounds. It's a five round fight mm-hmm. um, at minus one sixty eight. I'm um, that's that's the only fight on this card that I'm going to bet on. And it's the main event one. Correct. All right, Jared, what do you think? I, yeah, I think
0: it's great. <laughs> I, like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I want to get into it more. You have to. Yeah, it's I, one of the most electric sports on planet Earth. Well, I mean, it's the most like primal, like basic sport yeah. ever. It's just, like literally just guy and guy get in there and fight each other. I think that's really, really cool. What do you think is the
2: reason it's become so popular lately? Um, Well, I think the pandemic did a lot of good for them. Yeah, that Fight Island thing, I think, was really cool. So Dana White, obviously, like... Went over to Abu Dhabi, secured an island. They did fights over there. The like COVID protocol that they went through was insane, just to make sure that guys and and girls were not getting were not getting the virus. Yeah, some of them still did. Couple a uh, couple people had to step in, which made for even better fights. Um, the pandemic did a lot because you know you can still have two guys fighting a ring with no fans in the seats, just like you can have a you know two football teams play against each other. But, uh, it was cool because they were the first sport back oh, yeah. after everything had shut down. Um, and I don't even I think they maybe took a 30 day hiatus and that was it. Yeah, it was really brief. They were back. Um, so like, hey, you know, i got, I'm, I'm dying to watch sports. I'm gonna have to watch the UFC because that's the only thing on or like fucking Russian ping pong or yeah, something.
0: Yeah, that March, April, <laughs> May stretch was brutal. There yes. was, it was like nothing. The last dance documentary, and that was it. Korean yes.
2: Korean baseball. Korean baseball, baseball yeah. yeah. And then you got one of the greatest sports on planet earth. You have the UFC.
1: Right. Yeah. Pick your poison.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, so not only am I betting on UFC weekend by weekend, but also e-trade invested. Okay. E- EDR is a ticker if you're if you're looking for it. Oh man! So now I got money into the UFC. So I'm a technically, as Co-owner Packer fans would say, yeah, part owner. All right. Well, I got ownership.
0: I'll watch it this weekend. I'll get that ESPN Plus membership just so you can get some money. In was like pocket? five bucks. I think it's I think it's pretty reasonable. Okay. And with the amount of ESPN, I actually think my parents have an account, so I might be able to just hop Why on. Why not? Theirs. Why not? So
2: that'll be great. I Just going c- rides yeah yeah you can go on mine too yeah what's your password just for everyone like there are too many devices logged into your account you are you are no longer allowed (laughs) absolutely what's what okay also what's crazy about the UFC is like they so you have to pay what five or six bucks a month for ESPN plus Mm -hmm. but then they make you buy the pay-per-view on top of it for 70 bucks bullshit but hey I would rather pay and I buy every pay-per-view I
0: disagree Jared I like the business model of it do you I do because we were. I was at a bachelor party during the Connor fight, and I remember that was the before this last weekend. That was the biggest UFC event in a long time, yep. and we were just all like drunk, stumbling, trying to figure out how to order this fight. Yeah, and we were like able to do it. We actually had a good time, despite the fact that the fight was over in like ten seconds. Sure, we had a great time just watching like, the undercard and stuff like that. It's just a great like event. It's a great like spectacle sport. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just a good time.
1: Well, I'm just saying it's too expensive. Like they should just do it like a twenty dollar flat fee a month. Not 70 chart. bucks. Yeah. So 75
2: bucks you're paying per month for UFC. Because $5 ESPN plus and then the $70 pay-per-view, which there's one a month. Oof, you also so know what's much. crazy is um I will never illegally stream uh an MMA event.
0: I think I agree with it. Like agree with that, like but I will illegal, I will philosophy illegal,
2: at least. Yeah, I'll illegally stream box like like the TikTok YouTuber boxing, oh, yeah. uh the Jake Paul fights. Um not necessarily legally stream, stream them. I'll just find, like, a TikTok live. There's, like, yeah, is, there's ones where, like, people like, like reflect of it off the their screen. glasses yeah. or, like, <laughs> yeah. off the window. Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. Same. I agree completely. I don't know. I just, I, there can't be a leg. I can't have any leg, so I have to buy it.
0: And you want it in high definition. If you're going to, like, Correct. make your whole evening watch. I'm not going to, like, make my whole evening watching the Jake Paul fight. But, like, yep. a UFC event, I would, like, make my whole evening watching that. So I'd pay... Just for the extra. Yeah. And when you justify it based off of like, oh, it's like $70 at the
2: bar versus like $70 exactly. here. I'll literally sit on my couch for five hours. Yeah, exactly. And that's like pure entertainment for me.
0: Yeah, it gives you your whole thing. Yeah. So before you leave, there's one more thing I gotta talk to you about. It's okay. this golf trip we got coming up. Ooh, yeah. Arizona. I have not ever played you for money, but Ooh. I think this I have a feeling in Arizona we 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 might we might swap some cash
2: about a bit. Well, you might give me some cash. Well, it depends on the advantage I get. True. Like, uh, if we go by handicap, yes. Yeah. Then, like, like for instance, I'll have to give you uh, two strokes on this hole or three strokes on this one or this one. This one's playing even, whatever the handicap is.
0: Yeah, so basically I was just wondering, yeah, is there any, like, way we can compete to make it, like, fair? Because obviously on any course you'd probably wipe the floor with me. But.
2: Well, I don't know. It's, these days it's been tough. Yeah. Um. But I'll grind my way through it if I have to. For those who don't adrenaline. know, Ryan is
0: currently – battling some golf demons. Yeah.
2: And I went to the simulator today. We filmed a video at the simulator. Uh things actually went well. Nice. Uh just not getting distance on the clubs. That all that shit doesn't matter. Um so we'll have to go by handicap. I'm not actually sure how that works, but we'll We'll Google it. We'll
0: figure it we'll out. We'll figure out it'll be yeah. a good time. But uh yeah, I think that's it. Jared you got anything else to add?
2: Mm. What do you guys got picked for NFL this week? Just oh, give me a quick that's, recap. That's right. So uh, Packers minus three and a half against who? Seattle. See, I have Seahawks plus three and a half. It's okay. the
0: one game we disagree on.
2: Yeah. Uh weekend. Um, kind of like a pride game for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He's gonna have to
0: show up, but he also has not been at the facility for 10 days, assuming he is able to play. Sure. He has to test negative twice. Okay. Plus Russell Wilson's coming back. Ooh. That one's a lot more. Of a sure thing than Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Plus, the Seahawks are just a more desperate team. Jordan Love
2: versus Geno Smith.
0: That's see, that I'm going to this game. So it's either going to be Geno versus Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers versus Russell Wilson. Yeah. And I just have the worst luck of going to live games because, like, I paid really good tickets to see when LeBron came to Minneapolis Mm -hmm. and he was hurt for that. Yep. I paid really good money to see Mahomes against the Vikings last year and he was hurt for that sure. or two years ago. So yeah. I just have really bad luck with seeing like going to live games so I'm going to be really bummed if they're both out for this one but yeah. I, I'm pretty confident they'll be back in.
2: My first game at US Bank Stadium was Vikings Bears week 17 after the playoff spot was clinched by the Vikings. So it was like a preseason game. So it was fucking uh, <laughs> Todd Mannion or whatever his name is Sean Shawn Mannion, Shawn Mannion and, yeah. and yeah. every State. other backup you can about imagine dog shit game yeah it's yeah. on 19 to 7 or something <laughs> I don't know <laughs> all touchdowns to go, were though. scored within five yeah, yeah. Right? it's just like goal line exactly <laughs> touchdowns yeah so. yeah so that's rough um, the game Packers minus three and a half
0: if you're siding with Jared I should see okay no I, I'm
2: half. just I, I'm not siding with anybody okay the
0: most interesting game I think is Browns Patriots one and a half we're both taking Patriots minus one and a half we think the Browns game last week was a bit of a fluke. Okay. And Belichick used to coach for the Browns, so he's going to have that revenge factor. Yep. Thursday night game is Ravens-Dolphins. I don't even think I'll watch.
2: No, gonna absolutely not. It's be a rough
0: not. one. I found a really cool on DraftKings. I found a really cool player parlay of Lamar Jackson. 325 pass yards and 50 rushing yards for plus 1,300.
2: So I'm taking that. Wow, 325 in the air. Yeah, and then 50 on the ground. That's a, I mean, 50 on the ground. That's, that's, you, that's gonna happen. Yeah. But 325 in the air is a lot. Is a lot. It is, but I'm, <laughs> it, <laughs> it is. It is. Yes, uh, it all is. All right,
0: I'm deleting that real quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and exactly. then, can you uh,
2: go under 325 and 50 rush yards? No, it's just a parlay. It's like, okay.
0: a, it's like one of their weekly specials. specials. Sure. Yeah. And then the Sunday night game is Chiefs Raiders. This is the bet I feel the best about. The over under is 51 and a half. I'm taking the under. Jared agrees with that one
2: too. Both offenses are not
0: good anymore,
2: but the Chiefs are gonna—they're gonna blow up one of these games. You think Travis Kelsey? I traded for him in fantasy a few <laughs> weeks back. Fucking twelve points here, fourteen points here. Number one tight end in the league, like. Come on, throw me a fucking bone.
0: I do admire the amount of moves you made as a GM in fantasy. Like when you look at our thing, you've made like the most moves like by double of what really? anyone else. Yeah.
2: You can look at how many moves people have made. You've That's the way you win though. Yeah. That's how you win. You, you, gotta win be an free, active. you win in free agency. Yeah. You like making deals though. Uh, I've only made one trade this year. Oh, yeah. You man. like talking about trades. I don't think. Yeah. I like talking about trades. Um, I also almost got rid of Calvin Ridley, which Ooh. fuck, I should have. Yeah. Out. You didn't know he had personal issues. No, I didn't. No,
0: on. I don't think That's anyone okay, did. Though. But yeah, that is true. Like in fantasy, like whoever stays like the most attentive throughout the long season. Oh, definitely. Usually yeah. Usually wins. That which might be why you're one and eight. Jared. <laughs> so oh, yeah. No, here,
2: attention. Here, here's the question. I try to make moves. Uh, Leonard Fournette by last week. One of my uh, RB two. Nashi Harris. Leonard Fournette. Top two running backs on my team. Started James Conner last week. Had to. No other choice. 40 points. Pops off. Oof. Do I start him again? Over Leonard Fournette.
1: Who are they? Who are they playing? The, the Panthers. Bucks, the Bucks have.
2: Uh, uh, Cardinals play the Panthers. Cardinals play Panthers. the Panthers, and the Panthers are number four defense in the league, I believe. And the Bucks, we said, had Washington. Mm-hmm. I would take. I would take Leonard Fournette. Again. God, and James Connor's going to pop. James is going to pop off. Well, do you have a flex spot available? <sighs> I. Who's do your current flex? My current flex is going to be Hunter Renfro. Maybe. Oh, then yeah, throw him in the flex. Uh Renfro's not terrible, though. No, okay. So I'd have James Conner in the lineup, and then I have Leonard Fournette as my flex. Yeah, I think you're good with that. So yeah, Cole, just roll with it. Cole Beasley is on the bench. Chris Godwin is also questionable, so he's on my bench currently. If I need to make a move, Chris Godwin will go up to flex, and then I have to drop a running back.
0: The Bucs receivers are also hit and miss, just because there's so many of them. I know. I know. Are you? You're in the playoff hunt, right? No, five and
2: four. Oh, so- I mean my division.
0: Is yeah, we're stacked in the, compared yeah, to we're the in other the stacked division. division. We're yeah. on four and five, and I'm dead last
2: in the division. Yeah, and then
0: they have like
2: Jared. And Jared's I'm like I
0: hate to keep you, you under the
2: bus. Jared's but. like tied for second at one and eight.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. On, yeah, on the million. West I'm is just so I'm kicked out of the restricted. playoffs already. Are you, are you
1: officially eliminated? Mm-hmm. 0% chance going to the playoffs. So that should not
0: good. Uh, consider trading some of your good players. To I'm not the, doing that. Your yeah, podcast Jared.
1: Not a wholesale. I don't like really.
0: that. It, it is shitty. I've had to be the commissioner and like deal with that, and people get pissed. Right. I believe people it. People get pissed when that happens. It's bad etiquette.
2: The loser of the league, too, has to stay a weekend at the bunker.
1: Right which is, would be all right, but you got uh, sure, to make sure that you got to yeah.
2: make sure that snack cupboard is full before yeah. people leave <laughs> yeah. on a lot Friday. of jerky sticks. Yes. Yes. A lot, yes,
1: <laughs> lot of a lot of
2: bulk beef jerky. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, fuck. We have 18 TVs in here, so get a game on each one. Yeah. yeah. Get some DoorDash going. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, it'll really be, be a good time. We'll, <laughs> c- we'll come visit you. Get yeah. shit faced early. And maybe just pass out. I'll just sleep. Yeah. The, <laughs> sleep
1: through. It. I'll just sleep in the producer room here. It'll be yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: You're already home.
1: Sound soundproof walls. No, we Bother me. don't hear you scream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that's it. well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. You Max Holloway, yair, yair Rodriguez over, over three, three and a half one. I'll be glued to the TV in Wisconsin somewhere. Good. It'll be a good time. Good. I hope it hits. Yeah. Where can the people find you?
2: Uh at Ryan the T-shirt guy, uh at breakfast.balls on Instagram, Breakfast Ball, Double Buggy Show Podcast. Uh YBR YBR. I'm I'm pretty much I I find you're everywhere I work myself into just about every page on here in some way oh yeah uh you always sneak in which is kind of cool though kind of cool I just get to see what (laughs) everyone else is doing so I'm on we'll get you on the hot dish eventually (laughs) I've already been twice oh yeah oh there you go yeah (laughs) I am what that what the kids these days would say is I am out here I am in fact out here you are a renaissance man correct 100
0: Mm percent yep All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. Good luck this weekend. As always, do not think of it as a loss. Think of it as a down payment on your future success. See ya.
1: Bye.